0: Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all
2: you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, Channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show and
1: thanks so much for listening. Folks, what's going on, Grid? This is
2: Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. What is up, everybody? Broadcasting live from Studio 34. It's your boy, the closer, Chris Venture, right here, bringing you another fantasy football frenzy on a hump day. That is a Wednesday, October 2nd. And of course, I'm with my dudes, my fantasy sharks, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. How you doing, Fantasy Taz, today, my man?
5: Hey, I'm doing great, Chris. Uh, ready to talk some more football with you fun gentlemen.
4: Yes, yes. Let's talk some football because that's what we do on the frenzy. Can't talk baseball. Can't talk hockey. Can't talk anything else. Not even soccer because uh, Jim Day won't have it. He won't have it. George Kurtz, what's man, up, my man? soccer.
6: <laughs> well, there are four games in the NHL tonight highlighted by Pittsburgh opening up, so we can talk some hockey. more than happy to talk hockey with you.
4: I don't know anything about it. I know the rules. I I just don't know the players. So, you know, I, I'm free to listen. You know what I'm saying? I'll listen to what's going on. But, um, yeah, welcome in. You could catch us, obviously, on YouTube, FNTSY Sports Network, or on the Sports Grid Network, Zumo TV Channel 719, and wherever you listen to podcasts, you know, we're every day, 1 to 2 p.m., Fantasy Football Frenzy. Let's get it kicked off. Today is a practice day, and there's a lot of people, obviously... You know, questionable. Questionable, doubtful. We'll see. Uh, Deshaun Jackson with the abdomen, who's been out now for, uh, for a couple weeks. Sideline at practice today again. So keep, an eye, keep your eye on that one because uh, he might be able to come back this week. We'll see, but I, I doubt it at, at this point. Uh, but, you know, look out for his practices throughout the week. Tyrell Williams with the foot did not practice today. So that's a bad sign if you're a Tyrell Williams owner. John Ross, shoulder expected to miss multiple weeks, multiple games because of that shoulder injury.
5: Uh, Yeah, we never saw that one coming. (laughs) Right?
4: He has been injury prone thus far in his career uh, and in college. So, you know, I guess that was kind of expected, right, Jim? So what do you do if you're a Ross owner or can you pivot to like an Auden Tate, does he become a much better pickup right now?
5: No, I wouldn't say much better, but yeah, absolutely better. He's going to be more involved in the game plan, big, strong receiver. He'll get his shots. It's just, you know, at this point, if you really got to roll to him, then you, you obviously have gotten killed by injuries.
4: Killed by injuries, yeah. I mean, I, I had to roll out Deontay Johnson last week. Now, it wasn't a bad play, but, like, that's pretty desperate, some might say. I mean, It happens, you know. A lot of rosters have big, have a big lineup, big bench. Sometimes it's hard to really get the guys you really want in there. Uh, You know, you get decimated by injuries, whatnot. So you got to do what you got to do. And these deep dive picks sometimes could really make the difference. Barkley was in uniform and jogging at practice today in individual drills. Barkley looks like he's making a speedy recovery here. When do you expect him back, Jim? I know you're on top of the the, the Giants, the Barkley news.
5: Well, (laughs) yeah, uh, right behind my doctor's certificate. Um, (laughs) Look, he's trying his damnedest to get back quick, but that may end up being ultimately his downside. You try and come back too quick, and sometimes you can just make it worse. Um, uh, High ankle sprains or high ankle sprains. I know he's a young kid. I know he thinks he's indestructible, but. Hopefully, he doesn't push himself too hard, too fast, and then ends up missing the rest of the season.
4: Yeah, you don't want to see him push himself, but at the same time, I feel like he's such a special freak that he heals so fast, probably. You know, like Wolverine. He probably just (laughs) heals immediately, uh, and now he's ready to go almost. Well, hopefully. But ride out Gallman as long as you can and sell him.
5: Well, Gallman isn't practicing today because he's dealing with a neck injury.
4: Oh, good. So, we're down to the third string running back. Good
5: for the welcome Giants. Jonathan Hillman
4: <laughs> Jonathan Hillman yeah, all right, well, uh, hopefully we could get Gallman in there. I mean, we'll play a big game this week for the New York Giants against the Minnesota Vikings, so we'll see how that goes. It's a true test for the Giants uh in week five. see see if they could become three and two or, or are they a two and three team? Most likely, I would think they're a two and three team. I don't have really too, too high expectations here. Um, I, w- I'm seeing this Dan- Daniel, uh, Damian Williams with the knee issue is practicing today. So Damian Williams owners, I think, you know, very excited to see that. Cause he's kind of been, uh, you know, he hasn't been the guy you've as advertised yet this season. I mean, he's been hurt, so that counts as being part of a bust, uh, but he is practicing and this is a great matchup. I think it's a great stack. Any, Chiefs running backs that you could get in this week against the Colts who haven't been good against the run, Uh, you know, you'll be able to get some good production. Maybe out of both of them. Who knows? Whether it's Lashawn McCoy and Damian Williams, Lashawn McCoy and Darrell Williams, Tyreek Hill, clavicle, return to practice on Wednesday. Big news, Tyreek Hill returns to practice today. So, Tyreek Hill owners, wait no more. Hopefully, maybe he'll be back. Uh, I don't know if he'll be back this week. Is that too soon, George? Should we expect Tyreek Hill back this week?
6: Well, as Jim said, I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn last night, and I am definitely not a doctor. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if it's too soon. He got out of the sling, so he seems to be progressing well. They play Indianapolis Sunday. Maybe they put him in there. Maybe they hold him back a week. But he's close. I can see them. That's the bottom line. Yeah. He's I- close here. And as, uh, you know, as a Saquon Buckley and the Giants, I wonder they play Minnesota Sunday, and then they have a short week against New England. And mm-hmm. I wonder if his best-case scenario for Barkley would be then October 20th. You know, still, that gives you another 18 days, almost three, well, three weeks, and October 20th against Arizona. I wonder if that's Barkley's target date to return, week seven.
4: That would make sense, too. A nice cupcake matchup for Barkley to come back to. Uh, give him some, some extra time to rest, and uh, it'll be good to go. But Tyreek Hill owners, a good thing you could do now, too, is Tyreek Hill comes back this week, but I, I think they might make him wait a week, you know, make sure he's guaranteed healthy, because the Chiefs... Don't desperately need him right now. Um, I think, you know, this is the time to sell another wide receiver if you're a Tyreek Hill owner. Uh, you know, you could plug him right back in the lineup. Whoever's been taking his spot, if you have a good wide receiver who's overachieving or something like that, good time to sell because you'll be able to pluck Tyreek Hill in right when he comes back. There you go. All right, and uh, other news before we head to break here. Josh Allen's still in concussion protocol, but practiced today in individual drills, so we'll see what goes on with that. Uh, Darnold practice today, so hopefully he's coming back from that monocle- mononucleosis. We'll see what happens. Uh, Singletary limited at today's practice. Hilton remained sideline at practice today, and Gallup got in the li- limited session today. So we'll be right back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, on a hump day.
2: DailyRoto.com
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on do not disturb
4: Welcome back. Shout out to Brian, bringing it in with Freestyle. That's a BFF thing to do. You know? BFFs played this song yesterday, I believe. So, welcome back. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a hump day. Jim Day, George by the close of Chris Venture. Give us a call if you have questions heading into week five now. Crucial point of the season. 844-843-6879. We'll answer it as best we could. We got you this week. All right. So I gave you all the news. I broke it down. Last thing I said was Gallup. Michael Gallup got in an limited session today at practice. If Gallup was out there, you should have been already on that. If he was out in the waiver wire, because I did see him out in the waiver wire in a couple leagues that I'm in. Uh, I mean, if you needed a spot, a roster spot, this is a guy for the future. Hold him on your bench till he comes back. Boom, and he'll be back soon enough. Maybe this week. Maybe next week. Soon he will be back, Michael Gallup. All right, so let's do this. It's been four weeks. We're about a third of the way through the season, right? Regular fantasy season, that is. 13-week season. Uh, and we've had obviously some busts, some busters, some letdowns, and we had some, you, know, some guys over-achie- over-achie- overachieving excuse me, sir overachieving and rising up the ladder. So let's start with the, the busts. Who, George Kurtz, right now, would you say has been the biggest bust this year at quarterback?
6: I mean, my first name wants to go to Kirk Cousins, but he wasn't a starter anyway. Right. So it's hard to say Cousins is a bust. Uh, Drew Brees got hurt. You know, Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. I mean, are we we counting hurt people as busts or is that you got to go on to something else there? We need all the rules.
4: Hurt counts. I really
6: don't think hurt counts. I I, I, I agree with Jim. I don't think hurt counts. <clears throat> because they got hurt. Nothing really they could do. Cam Newton would be in this conversation as well. Yeah. So the problem is we're eliminating so many players here. I guess for now, I know he had a big game last week, but if I had to choose somebody who's still healthy, yep. I'll have to go Baker Mayfield.
4: Yep. I, I would say he's probably the biggest QB bust, because people draft him as a top five quarterback. Right now, Baker Mayfield is QB 23 on the year. In my six-point passing touchdown league. So... He's obviously around there in four-point as well, but QB twenty-three, huge drop-off. Hasn't had, the, but he did have the big week last week. So, kind of a guy, I would say you want to buy low on now. Buying quarterbacks, I mean, you don't really necessarily need to do that. But he is a guy that I think will start taking off as the season goes along. But
5: so far, his offensive line still sucks.
4: The offensive line's not great. You're right. The defense is very good.
5: Play calling sucks.
4: Yeah. I know, but he's got he's got Odell. I know he lost in Joku. That kind of stinks. I'm Jarvis taking Landry. Gardner
5: Minshew over Baker Mayfield for the rest of the season. Wow,
4: I can't I can't support that.
5: I, I can't. know you can Nobody can. That's okay. Uh, can That's you? That's why George? it's a gym Day special.
6: <laughs> uh, no, probably not. The second half of the schedule does get much easier uh, for Cleveland now. Plus, there's always the threat that when Foles comes back, he takes the job. I don't think he probably should but I've never been a performance guy anyway. What they're right. going to do with the, the big money guy is anybody's question there, so I just, I, the fact of that alone, uh, I, I have to go Mayfield there.
4: Yeah, I mean, and also the fact that I just think the upside for Mayfield week in and week out, now, at this point, if you have Mayfield, hopefully you have another quarterback too, and you could play matchups a little bit. Uh, you didn't want to do that when you drafted Baker Mayfield, but you might have to do that now, obviously, uh, and I think the upside's just too real. I think he's going to be a lot better than those first three weeks for the rest of the season, whereas Gardner Minshew, I feel like there's not much upside here, you know? I mean, now, See, everybody keeps saying that.
5: <laughs> Watch the damn games. In I both did. of the la- na- last two weeks, he's a game he manager. should have had three touchdowns in both of those games. He hasn't thrown a real pick yet. He hasn't fumbled That's and fine. lost it yet. The kid is just playing mistake-proof, and he's playing well. Those third touchdowns are going to come as soon as he's hit. Idiot, remember how to catch.
4: <laughs> and well, listen, I will say this. I agree with you. Listen, he's very been very good, okay? He's more of, though, the, the real-life NFL quarterback that you like, you know? Mistake-free football. He gives you the touchdowns, you know? He, he's efficient. For the most part, he's been well over 60% completion percentage. Actually, his lowest before last week was 66.6, which is really, really good. Uh, Last week was 57.5. He's thrown for a little over 200 yards every game. The first game he threw for 275. That's the problem here. It's the volume. So 25 attempts in, in week one. I know he came in for falls after he got hurt. Week two, 33 attempts. Week three, 30. And week four, 33. He's sitting around 30 attempts. I think the volume just isn't there for a Jags team that plays defense and runs the football a lot hard for him to get that really high upside where he's going to give you a 30, 35 point fantasy day. That's the only thing that worries me, but I think he's a great backup to have in a matchup play.
5: Uh, he's safe. Well, depending on the league you're in. Yeah. He's either ahead of Rodgers by a couple of points or just behind Rodgers by a point or two uh, in the league that the leagues I set up on my fantasy league that are four point passing TDs. Everything else is pretty much normal. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at 1.2 points behind Aaron Rodgers.
4: Wow. Yeah, I actually have him in uh, the six-point pass Dutch that I mean, he's two, he's four and a half points ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. So QB there you 16. go. You yeah. know what?
5: Look. I mean, <laughs> Rodgers having know, a the,
4: kind of a down. Yeah, we could say he's p- partially. Rodgers right, R- on this list as well.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Rodgers got to be on this list. I mean, you're draft. Well, Rogers would have been my first choice, but you never asked me the question. You just asked George. So I did ask
4: George. I was going to get to you, but you then you said, Jim "God, no!" It's very upset when he doesn't get to
5: answer every question.
6: By the way, you know you got to ask. Take sure Why you should ask I Jim.
5: get to answer every damn question? It's my show. Well, it's our no, it's show. Not it's your show. show. It's there everybody's show. <laughs> it's all of our shows.
4: We share it. You know what I'm saying? All right, Jim. In so show, in most shows, not everybody's expected to answer every
6: question. <laughs> God. We'd be stuck on one question forever.
4: Forever. Uh, and, and forgive me if I bring Steven on a Friday, too. Then we got four people here and it becomes a mess.
5: But well, I now, like when Steve's here because he says all that stupid stuff. He says crazy things. <laughs> yeah, Steve's out there.
4: He is out there, but he's very confident I, about what he's saying. I'll give
5: him that. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he was abducted by aliens in Probe, too.
4: <laughs> Maybe. Good guy, Steve, though. Shout out to Steve Satterboy, uh, my co-manager, actually, in the GST League. All right, so Gardner uh, Minshew, yeah, he's he's behind. He's QB 14 right now here. Rodgers QB 16. Right in between them, I got Kyla Murray at QB 15. So you think Rodgers is a bigger disappointment than Baker Mayfield?
5: Uh, no, I actually, I think they're both neck and neck. I mean, Baker has done worse than Rodgers, but he was drafted probably a little lower than Rodgers. So I guess they're pretty close together that way. Mm-hmm. They're both, either way you slice it, they are both been huge disappointments to everybody who drafted him early.
4: Yeah. Yeah, those are probably the two biggest ones. I mean, Cam Newton, I know he got hurt, but it's like he wasn't even really playing that well to begin with, you know, so he's kind of was trending to be a bust anyway. Uh, and, you know, now he's hurt. And You have Should to have
5: said f- that about Roethlisberger, too.
4: <laughs> but Here's the thing, like, I feel like a guy that's vi- this is why I count injuries in this a little bit. It has to be partially because there's certain guys who are injury prone and Cam Newton is kind of injury prone. He gets injured a lot. He even plays injured a lot and it affects his play. So, you know, that, that, that's a factor. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't, hasn't really gotten hurt like that, you know, in his career. He's been pretty stable throughout his career. So, for him to get hurt, it was kind of, you know, random. Uh, but, yeah, I would say those are the two biggest at QB.
5: How about like... I think Roethlisberger has just one of the best, you know, uh, regimens for getting, for healing after a game. I mean, he goes home. He's got a couple of women tied up, and he's good to go. Wow! <laughs> oh wait, did I say that on air? I'm sorry. Yes, you
4: did. You said that out loud, George. Oh man, can just, on
5: just that? my th- my internal thinking right. here. You know,
6: anybody who's listening to me knows I can't stand I think Right? he's yeah. a Scum, more scum, a scum of the earth for what he's done uh, yeah. and gotten away, and gotten away with most of it for that matter. So uh, I'm certainly right there with uh, with Jimmy's. Uh, don't feel the least bit bad for him. I I said I hope bad things keep coming to him in life.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with I'm with you guys too. I don't, not a fan of Roethlisberger at all. I never I never had him in a fantasy league. I've been playing fantasy. Oh, that, I, years. I, I, I would draft him. him.
6: Don't get me wrong. I, that's that's different. I, I draft him in a couple of leagues. I want to win. I want I want him to get me money. You know <laughs> that being said, but uh, so I did draft him in two leagues.
4: Last uh, year he was he was a, a fantasy asset. I will admit that. But like you know, for the most part in his career, he's been like a QB twelve. You know, like he's up and down. Road games he's bad. Home games he's good. And that. Alright, we'll get into it after the break. QB surprises through the season, through the first four weeks of the season so far. And more running Garden backs, Barbara tight ends. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Alright, Jim <laughs> Day, George Kurtz, more the close for Central. We'll be right back.
2: DailyRodo.com
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like ah, being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on do not disturb.
5: Want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? Well, why not use the most accurate projections in fantasy football? That's right, Fantasy Pros has independently rated Ro- Daily Roto the number one most accurate projection system to start the 2019 fantasy football season. Let the most accurate projections in DFS take you to the next level. Save 10% with promo code ACTION and you can become Daily Roto's eighth daily fantasy millionaire. Head over to dailyroto.com backslash premium. To learn more, that's dailyroto.com backslash premium promo code ACTION for your 10% discount on the most accurate DFS projection system you can get. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made and the lab is broken down.
4: There you have it. Promo code ACTION. Get your Daily Roto tidbits. All right. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hump day. When we were talking about busters, and uh, risers through the first four weeks of the season. Surprises, if you will. And we're at the quarterback position. So, Jim Day, why don't you kick us off? Is it Gardner Minshew, your biggest surprise quarterback of the season so far? How could he not be? How, I mean, how could he not I be? I think there's one other guy that should, deserves it.
5: Are uh, you going to say Brissett? Sure. No, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. Ah, come on. It, look, Jackson's playing great. I'm not, not taking anything away from close. him, but he was also drafted as a top five quarterback no, in most leagues.
4: Lamar Jackson? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Lamar and Jackson at, was a quarterback too in
5: almost all leagues, top five. Oh, top he was. Are you yeah. kidding me? Where'd if you, you go look at? If, if you go look at all of the uh, the big money leagues that that I was following at the end of draft season, Lamar Jackson was going in the top five, six quarterbacks in almost Maybe. every that single one. Maybe that might be true. Yes,
4: that's true. Because as the season got closer, everybody started saying Lamar Jackson. Everybody started buying in. He kind of moved up. uh, And people were taking him ahead of guys like Drew Brees and all those other guys because the upside. So I understand that. But, like, he was really, I mean, like, you know, well before the season, not like a week before the season, he was kind of going, I guess, like, maybe 10 to
5: 12 QB range. Well, he's definitely a a bit of a surprise with his arm. I'll definitely say that. His pocket, pocket presence has really taken a major step forward. And when he's working in that pocket, he is definitely deadly there. So I give him kudos to that. But you know, even with that, I mean, there was still a lot of people that had high, high expectations for him mm-hmm. just because of what he could do on the ground. When I'm talking about surprises, I'm talking about guys that came out of nowhere, guys that weren't even supposed to be there. Okay, and Minshew, and to me, guy. that's Minshew and Brissett are probably the two biggest there. Yeah,
4: yeah, I would say that Brissett's been great. Yeah, he's been. I mean, I believe he's. The he's- top Top twelve quarterback in
5: almost every system.
4: Right. And, and I believe he's tied for the league league in, in uh, passing touchdowns with ten or something like that. So uh I believe he's tied with Pat Mahomes and uh someone else. I forget who. But for seven only
5: two interceptions, so it's not like he's playing badly at all. Oh yeah, yeah. I,
4: I mean I have him right here as QB seven on the year.
5: QB7. Wow, he's seven in your well, I guess with the six point passing touchdowns, yeah, that would definitely play yeah. into his favor.
4: Yeah, that played into his favor, you know, Brissett, And he's given you a pretty nice floor, too, in four weeks. I mean, it is really surprising. Gardner Minshew has been, you know, very good, too, I agree. Uh, QB 14 on the year. I mean, Tom Brady. What about Tom Brady, George? What about him? I mean, he wasn't even getting drafted in most drafts. Right. He's he's QB 13 right now. Okay. That's a I don't,
6: see, I don't see where Brady's in this conversation. He was drafted around quarterback thirteen. That's what he is. He right, was, so uh, there's he, no problem there. I, I don't think Brady deserves any uh, accolades here. He's doing wait, what we expected him to do. He
4: he was drafted as QB thirteen. No, he was drafted. Some he more, wasn't even drafted. Early Some in draft season,
5: he was in the twenties because everybody wanted all the new weapons. Right. But as you get clo- got closer to draft season, he started came, coming up to realistic areas. An ADP, like I got him said, at quarterback nine, was thirteen, on one fourteen. Side.
4: You
6: got him
5: so, at QB uh, nine.
4: Okay.
6: That's what, that's what one site says. I'm sure if I look at another site, it'll be different here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it really either way, he, on the scoring. He, right. He's doing what we expected him to do. So I don't think Brady deserves it. I Listen, I think this is a runaway for Percet, only because he started from week one. Mm-hmm. He, there was so much pressure on him when Luck announced his retirement. Uh, well, you know, Fantasy owners yeah. were thrown for a tizzy, right? You didn't know, oh, my God, Luck's gone. I just drafted him. What am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I think that's what was going on there. So uh yeah I think it's uh I think it's percent runaway right now might change by the end of the year Minshew plays the next uh you know twelve games sure he can catch up uh but you look at anybody else I'm trying to find anybody else here that's why I can't I mean Stafford he's having a decent season with someone who's drafted once again in the teens I think he could be a dark horse here as well
4: yeah he's always drafted in that same area as like a t- high end qb two uh and yeah he's doing better than anticipated but I'm sure at some point, you know, that'll even out a little bit. But I would, I would still say I'm with you guys. Uh, Brissett and Minshew, probably the two biggest. But Lamar Jackson, I think, was one of the biggest, too. I mean, I, I'll say riser. Not, like, really a huge surprise, maybe. A lot of people were high on him, like he said. But I like Lamar Jackson a lot. I mean, he's QB1 on the season or QB2, something like that right now. So, all right, let's do the running backs. George, who's your biggest running back bust of the year so far?
6: If you Running back bust. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you might go Joe Mixon, right? He has certainly not paying up as being a, a running back one here. Mm-hmm. Mullen Mack, I think, is in this conversation. Once again, I'm avoiding the guys who are injured, so I'm not going to put Damian Williams on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any Chicago back, take your choice. Yep, you know, Montgomery. And Montgomery. Yep, uh, Duke Johnson, some of us had high hopes for Duke. I know I did, and that's not working out right now. Uh, one of those guys, I'd probably go between Mixon and Mack, because they would draft to the highest.
4: Yeah, Mixon probably one of the bigger ones, because right now Mixon stands at RB 33 in a full-point PPR. Uh, Montgomery, RB 39. Now, you didn't draft him as high as Mixon, so... You know, and it's not as big of a drop. He's only uh, six point six spots behind Mixon. Cohen, RB 38. Uh... I had Duke Johnson there. Yeah, really, there really
5: is. No, nobody else you can even equate to Mixon at this point. There were a lot, of, a lot of drafts where he was going at the end of the first round, and it's definitely not pulling that kind of number anywhere close to it.
4: Right. Yeah, I mean, part, and a lot of if you saw, see, that's what's funny. Like you said before, Lamar Jackson moved up the board as we got closer to the season. Joe Mixon fell down the board as we got closer to the season. If you noticed, Mixon was going in the middle of the second round, sometimes early second round.
5: Well, I was because every, like every week leading up to the season, he lost a different uh, offensive lineman.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, B- <laughs> so B- as you hard. got real
5: close to the season, he was down to like the dredge of offensive linemen. And that's why he really fresh yeah. at that point, even probably definitely not even low enough yet.
4: That's true. I mean, yeah, he killed his stock. He ended up going late second round, early third round in a lot of drafts, but he's RB 33. So not definitely not paying off. I think one other guy I wanted to mention was Sony Michelle. Who is yeah. currently RB46.
5: Yeah, that's another great name.
4: Yeah, I, I mean.
5: I'm telling you guys now, I'm making a pledge to myself. I am never, ever, 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 Taking ever, going to or... draft a New England running back again. Ever.
6: <laughs> I think I made that pledge a decade ago. <laughs> he still not,
5: sucks not, me in that evil.
6: I'm not playing genius. the Bill Belichick guessing game. I don't do it. That's why I say everybody <laughs> tweaks me out to it. That same exact phrase, man. No, <laughs> thanks. He, he hates fantasy. He hates fantasy owners. I think he does it on purpose. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dealing with the headache. Devonta Freeman would be another guy we could put in here. Yes. If not for that big receiving game on Sunday. He'd even be lower.
4: Yeah, but you're right. And I think because of the recent, you know, production, I think he's RB twenty five right now. So
5: yeah, he's starting to trend upward a little. Right. Bit. Last couple of weeks have been a little better.
4: Right. So you know, he salvaged it a little bit, but he was starting off real bad. Uh, but yeah, Sony Michelle. I mean. Wait, so George, the last New England running back you had was Corey Dillon or something like that? <laughs> uh, I don't, I mean, I'm sure I've
6: had James White because in PPR leagues, I don't mind White. He's someone I feel like I can trust uh, week in and week out. But as far as the starting back, I've never had Michelle in any league. And I don't play in as many leagues as Jim, but um, I play him a lot more than most. And I, I won't do it. I just, because I don't, I don't want to be frustrated. Yeah, And it's one of those things where when it doesn't work out, it's who's bad. to blame? I'm the blame because I know better. Yeah, I know, but I don't, want to deal, I don't want to deal with the headache. I'll be banging my head on this desk over and over again or the wall. No.
4: Just say yeah. no. You're right. Because also with Michelle, you got the problem of, if it doesn't work out, the floor is terrible. There's no pass-catching ability. It's literally like a zero sometimes or a four or whatever it but is, be- three.
6: What Belichick does, and it's great for the NFL, it's great for his team, it's why he's so successful, is that he only, he only cares about winning. He doesn't care about the guys, how they feel, about Stacks, getting their stats. Yeah. He doesn't care about that. If the game plan says, oh, this is a Sonny Michel game, you know, we're going to run the ball, then it's going to be a Sonny Michelle game. If the game plan says, no, 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 it's a passing game to James White and Edelman, then Sonny Michel's going to be on the back of a milk cart. He doesn't <laughs> care that Michelle's going to be all upset that he didn't get his 20 touches. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't doesn't give a crap. <laughs> it's, it's great for the NFL. It's I said, it's one of the reasons why he's so successful, yep. but it's terrible for fantasy.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, he's got to win, and that's why he's – greatest coach of all time. I mean, I think there's no questions asked about that, right? No Best coach here. ever? Easily?
5: Maybe. I don't know if easily, I mean, but there's a lot, be been a lot of it? great coaches over the years. I know, yeah. Lamar, to be able to yeah. do
6: what he's doing in the salary
5: cap era, I think it's easily. No, no, I yeah, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the man. The man, man's absolutely doing a great job. I'm just saying, to put him as the number one, different eras of different football, That's doing the problem, what they man. did, Yeah, it's kind of hard to make that.
6: I yeah. think it's, it's very, no doubt easily. I think it's, it's harder to coach nowadays. You get all these players, all these attitudes, all their money's the agents calling all the time. Yeah. Oh, my god, I didn't do this. Da, 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 da. And the game's more I complicated
4: mean, than ever. Back in the day, they used to just run the true. ball, had simple plays. You know, I mean, you know, it was more defensive. Uh, you know, and there's great coaches back in the day. It's credit to them, but it was a different era. And also, Belichick took a franchise that had zero championships and gave them six. What coach has ever done that? I don't think any coach could come close. I mean, it's just six championships all with Belichick. That's a lot. I mean, you know, you're, you're now the number one franchise in history because of Belichick. You went from the uh, none, one, none the one, number
6: one franchise in sports when you think about what he's done. I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah. And there's no, the Yankees haven't done what Bella, New England's done. And they've been great for 20 years. Yeah. No, 25 years. I mean, uh, it's comparable, but it's just amazing to do what Bob Belichick has done.
4: Yeah, it's something special because it's hard to do it in football, especially. Very hard to repeat all the time and keep going back and create a dynasty. All right. it's yeah, so
5: much F- easier to do that in baseball.
4: Uh, you could create a dynasty in baseball. You need money, though, too. All right. Fancy Football Frenzy on a hump day. We'll be right back. We'll give you more busts and risers of the year. All right.
2: DailyRoto.com.
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox. But a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb.
4: Back classic rock style here on fantasy football frenzy on a hump day, October 2nd, with your Sharks, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, and your boy the closer Chris Ventura here breaking down these early season busters and, uh, and surprises and risers. So now we're on the running back risers, the surprises, dare I say, Ronald Jones.
6: Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, you're way too early there. For the first four weeks. Do something first.
4: All right, but okay. Is there a running back that has made a bigger jump, or Frank Gore. Has surprised
5: you more? Frank Gore. Okay. Lashawn McCoy. I know no, he didn't surprise me. I told you guys when he once went he to moved kids to the Chiefs, yeah. watch out for him. Once he moved <laughs> to the
4: Chiefs, yeah, that that was a big <laughs> boost in his. Uh, his
5: stuff. A lot of people pooed me. Oh, he's done. He's toast. Man, if that doesn't get you revved up to go to a team that's in first place, has a chance to go to the Super Bowl, then you just aren't, you are totally dead. And it definitely got him amped up again. Yeah,
4: you were right about that. I remember you saying that. He should be amped up, going to a new team, a winning team, uh, you know, with a good offense that he could, you know, flourish in. And he is, he is currently QB 16. So that's a big jump from where he was getting drafted before going to the Chiefs. I don't, I'm not exactly sure how much he moved up once he went to the Chiefs. That happened kind of late. He still
5: wasn't anywhere near 17.
4: Yeah, no, he still wasn't <laughs> there. Yeah, Because uh, Damian Williams is
5: still there, obviously.
4: And, you know, that obviously cut into his stock. So I, I just don't see a lot of big, big jumpers. Austin Eckler is RB2 on the year in PPR behind Christian McCaffrey. But I feel like a lot of people expected that he'd be very good without Melvin, with Melvin Gordon. No, no, down, no. Right? no
5: that's, that, that's too easy to say. A lot of people were worried about Justin Jackson and how much he would take away. I Look, I was one of them. I thought Justin Jackson would get a lot more early down work and maybe goal line work, but Eckler proved he doesn't need that. He could do it all himself. So I I think Eckler's probably the biggest surprise. Look, I don't care what you expect out of nobody expected him to be the number two running back at this point in the season.
4: Yeah, I guess nobody really expected that. I kind of did. I thought that without Melvin Gordon there, he'd be a, a top 10 running back. I liked him that much. I mean... I was drafting him around five, uh, which was about where he was going. I didn't want to overpay, obviously, but like, you know, the kid's talented. He's a PPR back too from the jump. So he could do both. And he showed in his career that he's been efficient at both. So it was, it, it was, it was crazy to say. It's crazy to say that he'd be top three or something like that. But I'm sure some people thought maybe top 10. And, you know, he, he has exceeded those expectations, which is interesting. But now that stock drops because Melvin Gordon is back. So. I wonder where, how far he falls now. I wonder if he, if he still s- sits in the top 12. I doubt it. George, right? Well, if you
6: believe the charges, I mean, they came out and stated that uh, it's Melvin's job, right? He goes back. I mean, we, I know I stated multiple times. This is why I thought Melvin Gordon had no, he had no leverage when he was holding out because they had Echo. They had Jackson. Maybe not as good as Gordon. But you could certainly survive with that and not have to pay the running back the big money. Mm -hmm. Now you got Gordon back, but uh, do you just forget about Eckler? I mean, does he go back to the role he had last year, which is fine for the NFL team? But Eckler's been so good. He's been almost, I would think he's been better than what Gordon has been during this short period of time, the first four weeks here. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a sticky situation for fantasy owners where, uh, yeah, you got Gordon, you probably got to plug him back in. They're playing Denver this week. Not the greatest matchup, not the worst either. Uh, But. I think I don't think it's going to be all right. It's Gordon now. We're all fine. Gordon's going to be a top five, top eight back again. I don't know if I see that. Certainly, certainly not right away. I'm curious to see how uh, the charges break it down this week. But I do think Eckler is the uh, the guy in this category mainly because who else? I mean, you guys mentioned a couple of lower guys, Gore, McCoy, certainly, but not had quite the impact or even really closely the impact Eckler has. Right. And everybody else is pretty much doing around what we thought they would do or worse. I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's easier to find disappointments than it is the oh, risers
4: yeah. here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got a, quite a few. I mean, you could even, uh, I guess you can't, yeah, you can say James Conner, RB12 right now. You know, he's yeah, starting to come he, along. he's
6: drafted as RB8. I mean, that's not a big fall, yeah, but I thought about big... him as well. And his last two weeks, he's been good. So I can't, I'm not going to get on uh, can't fault him for that. I'm not going to get on Gurley. You know, same sort of thing. He's got the touchdowns. I don't care that he only had 13 yards rushing. He scored twice. So he's a little off from where we thought he'd be, but not. Tremendously. Yeah,
4: it's not a. Yeah, he still produced for the. You know, has been producing for the most part, and it's not a huge fall off, even though he had a couple bad games. Another one who had a couple bad games, but also two extremely good games. Mark Ingram. Okay, week two and week four didn't crack ten fantasy points, but week three and week one against Miami and Kansas City, thirty-five point five fantasy points at Kansas City and twenty-two point seven at Miami. I mean, you could say he's. Been a surprising rise. He's RB6 on the year, total. But the thing is, there was inconsistency from week to week, and that kind of kills it. So, uh, you know, it's hard to really say he's a huge surprise. I mean, a lot of people like the fact that he's in Baltimore and with a running QB. Uh, I, think he, I think Rojo's got to be in the conversation, though, at least for one of the most surprising. I mean, I'm not surprised, but a lot of people I'm sure are. Uh, he's RB30 on the year, so he cracks... Flex. He's in the flex conversation right now. Um, And he was going at the end of drafts. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically it for the running backs. I don't really see anything else. Still only
5: got two more points than Peyton Barber, so that really doesn't impress me yet.
4: Yeah. Barber's gotten a lot of volume, though. You know, they gave him a lot of volume to start the season. That volume will most likely go down. And as for Eckler and Melvin Gordon, I think what to expect, if I'm being fair, Melvin Gordon will get his fair share of touches, probably 55 60%, 60%, maybe not right away. I'm sure that'll go up a little bit, maybe 55 for this one week, and then it'll go to 60, 65, and then Eckler the rest. And I think Eckler could still produce at an a low-end RB2 level, you know, with those numbers. So I and wouldn't... I
5: agree with that, but I think I think it eventually is going to get more to like a 75, 25, and I'll tell you why I think that. That would suck. Um, I think that because, look, both of these guys are probably going to have the chance to walk at the end of this year, Eckler and Gordon. Gordon, are obviously going to let him walk Eckler after the way he started this year. Maybe they don't, maybe they want to bring him back in that case. Since you do have another good back in Gordon, why not run Gordon to death for this year? Don't mm. put so much wear on Taron on Eckler, bring him back. And next year he's your starter.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And also, you know, that could be something that happens for a couple of weeks and then maybe they trade him. I, you know that's also. A I, I don't
5: think anybody's buying Gordon at this point.
4: Yeah,
5: it would have to, to be give away a, a draft pick and then have to pay a big salary to him. I, I, if anybody was going to do it, they would have done it by now.
4: Yeah, unless they they're looking to see how how fit he is, you know, to see to see him actually. Yeah, he game was action. great
5: right up until the end of the season, and yeah. just he, he's just holding out. It's not like he was coming back from an injury.
4: Right, he just took a lot of time off, so you know. It, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a chance that he, he gets straight, but you're right. It would have to be a, somebody very desperate for a running back for now and for the future, uh, and, you know, I don't think there's yeah, a lot like of Yeah, like if the Giants
5: have to rely on Jonathan Hilleman for the rest of the year because the other two get get hurt or miss the season, then maybe something happens.
4: Yeah, then maybe we'll talk about They'd be it, right?
5: stupid enough to do that. <laughs> I
4: hope not. I mean, so far, the Daniel Jones thing for Gettleman is going working pretty well, so... Maybe Gettleman's a genius and we just don't know it. Uh, <laughs> all right, wide receiver bus, real quick before we uh, get to the end of the program. Wide receiver bus and risers. George, uh, give me your, your biggest bust at wide receiver this year so far.
6: Well, I think it comes out of two players. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for me I'd either go Stefan Diggs, and I think that's probably more on Kirk Cousins than uh, diggs or Smith Schuster. And once again that's Probably more on the, uh, the injury. On Rutherford being out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd probably go Smith Schuster or Diggs. I think the winner would be Smith Schuster. He was drafted higher.
4: Yeah, because right now Juju is wide receiver 39 on the season. That's a big, big drop. It's a big, because he was top 10, guaranteed in drafts uh, this year, and now he's 39. Stefan Diggs is wide receiver 56, and he was going in like the second round, third round, I mean, third round. So. Yeah, I mean those two are close. I think
5: you're right though. Oh, I'll give you another one. Okay. Antonio Brown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I wasn't
6: counting him because of the suspension, but yeah, if we're counting him, it obviously it's Brown. He's a big zero.
4: He's a big zero. He gave you that one <laughs> you good got game. One week. He gave you, you that got one week. good game. <laughs> That's Still might have more for. points than digs. <laughs> Maybe. I mean he Yeah, he's oh. gotta be a bust. Third round pick. Third round pick and, and he gave you one good week. That's it. Now he's gone. He's out of the league. How quickly the mighty will fall in the NFL. Um, all right.
5: I think well, Robbie. The mighty would brain function going crazy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> CTE. Robbie Anderson. wide receiver 82 on the season?
5: Yeah, but that was more because his quarterback's gone. Right. Actually, his first two quarterbacks are gone. Yeah. I mean, but. So I can't blame that on him. It was injury, but not to him. Right. It, it was, and it wasn't like he was being drafted that high anyway. Round
4: six.
3: Yeah, uh, six, six, seven. seven yeah, usually.
4: something like that. So it's a bit of a drop. But obviously we expect things to How about DeAndre around? Hopkins? So, yeah, He's I was wide thinking about
5: 20, that. Mm-hmm. in you 21. Know, and, you know, standard PPR scoring, wide receiver, 21. Mm-hmm. When he was basically drafted as a, you know, one, two, or three wide receiver in the first round. That's pretty bad. You're right. He's behind. He's behind guys like uh, John Brown and Tyrell Williams. That's pretty bad. And Hollywood Brown, yeah. No, he's, well, okay, again, depending on your scoring. He's right behind Hollywood in the scoring I'm looking at.
4: Okay. Yeah, so he's, obviously, yeah, he's definitely a bust so far because you you drafted him as either number one or number two. Odell Beckham, same
5: way. He's a wide receiver 24 so far.
4: Yeah. I mean Beckham had okay, did he have two bad weeks or, or just the one? Let me see. He had the three point three that one week really one really
5: him. bad week, two yeah, the... okay weeks, and then one good week.
4: Right, right. He had a fourteen point one week, and eleven point six week, so not really living up to potential. But he's also not like completely killing you except for that four point week. And Hopkins had one really good week, one okay week, and two bad weeks. That's kind of killing you. To have two weeks under ten fantasy points in a PPR not what you want out of your first-round pick in fantasy. All right, what about your Adam biggest?
5: Adam is another one. He's 38, wide receiver 38.
4: Because of last week, for the most part. And he hasn't given you big numbers. He's given you, like, you know, wide receiver Well, he had the one numbers.
5: week with the 20 points, but the other first, first three weeks were okay. This week, 2.6 points definitely hurt. Yeah, big <laughs>
4: ra- That's why he came out uh, in the media and said, you know, listen, we got to be able to throw the ball here. Your boy yeah. needs to eat, Thielen said. <laughs> got to eat. You know I'm getting paid for it, and he he's worth it. Like I mean he's that good. Like give him the ball, feed the guy the ball. All right. What about biggest? Uh, let's go risers real quick. Jim, we'll start with you.
5: Biggest, Whoa, riser. biggest risers. Uh, I'm trying to scan this thing real quick. Um, Hoopacup. I, D- I have to say DJ Chark. DJ he's Chark. Wide receiver ten on the season.
4: There you go. Wide receiver ten, right? Yep, that's it right there. Crack the top ten, DJ Chark. Wasn't really even getting drafted, I don't think, for the most part. Yeah, he wasn't well, getting late. drafted
5: at all. Yeah. There was nobody talking about him. There was nothing. He was quiet all preseason. Even the beat writers weren't talking about him. And then all of a sudden, he steps on the field. And as soon as uh, Minshaw stepped on, those two just seemed to hit it off.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He's been a, a riser. He's been consistent as well, which is very important for fantasy. That's what's more important, really. DJ Chark cracking the top ten. I, I Cooper Cup. I got I got to throw up there because he's currently wide receiver two, behind Keenan Allen, who's number one on the season. Uh, he's
6: drafted to be a wide receiver two anyway. No, but he's, he's mean.
5: Got, he means he's the number. He's the two number wide two. Wide wide I, know, I
6: know he's the number two. I can I can look at the, <laughs> the stats as well. But uh, you drafted him as a flex a three or a flex, right? Oh you, know, you drafted him as a two,
4: round six,
6: five, wide six. Two. Yeah, he's drafted, he drafted him to be a wide receiver two. He's always in the teens, you okay. know, low twenties at best. I think uh, the injury. He's having a great—the yeah, the fact that he comes back from the injury so quick has been impressive. Emmanuel Sanders, speaking of guys coming back from injury that
5: weren't drafted much later. Yeah. And then you get got some rookies, Hollywood Brown and Terry McLaurin both tearing it up.
4: Yep, there you go. Emmanuel Sanders. There's always a lot of surprise wide receivers because uh, there's just a lot playing. All right. There you have it. Studs, busts, and uh, risers. The first four weeks of the season. Fantasy football frenzy on a hump day. Jim Day, George, Curtis, Boy, the Closer, Chris Bertram. We'll see y'all tomorrow. BFFs are up next. DailyRoto.com
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like ah, being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on do not disturb
2: Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on
5: Fantasy Football Frenzy.
4: I didn't want it to end. He is a guy that I think will start taking off as the season goes along. But
5: so far... Why? His offensive line still sucks.
4: The offensive line's not great. You're right. The defense is very
5: good. Play calling sucks.
4: Yeah, I know. But he's got, he's got Odell. I know he lost in Joku. That kind of stinks. Dobbs I'm taking Landry. Gardner
5: Minshew over Baker Mayfield for the rest of the season. Wow.
4: I can't I can't support that.
5: I, I can't. know you can Nobody can. That's okay. Uh, can That's you why George? it's a gym day special.
4: <laughs> uh, no, probably
6: not. The second half of the schedule does get much easier uh, for Cleveland there. Plus, there's always a threat that when Foles comes back, he takes the job. I don't think he probably should, but I've never been a Foles guy anyway. What they're right. going to do with the, the big money guy is anybody's question there. So, I said, the fact of that alone, uh, i have to go Mayfield
0: there.
4: Yeah, I mean, and also the fact that I just think the upside for Mayfield week in and week out. Now, at this point, if you have Mayfield, hopefully you have another quarterback too and you could play matchups a little bit. Uh, you didn't want to do that when you drafted Baker Mayfield, but you might have to do that now, obviously. Uh, and I think the upside is just too real. I think he's going to be a lot better than those first three weeks for the rest of the season. Whereas Gardner Minshew, I feel like there's not
5: much upside here, you know? I mean, I don't see, everybody keeps saying that. <laughs> Watch the damn games. In I both did. of the la- na- last two weeks, he's a game He should manager. have had three touchdowns in both of those games. He hasn't thrown a real pick yet. He hasn't fumbled That's and fine. lost it yet. The kid is just playing mistake proof, and he's playing well. Those third touchdowns are going to come as soon as he's an idiot, remember how to catch. <laughs> and, well, listen, I will say this.
4: I agree with you. Listen, he's very been very good. Okay. He's more of the the real-life NFL quarterback that you like. You know, mistake-free football. He gives you the touchdowns. You know, he's efficient. For the most part, he's been well over 60% completion percentage. Actually, his lowest before last week was 66.6, which is really, really good. Uh, Last week was 57.5. He's thrown for a little over 200 yards every game. The first game he threw for 275. That's the problem here. It's the volume. So 25 attempts in, in week one. I know he came in for falls after he got hurt. Week two, 33 attempts. Week three, 30. And week four, 33. He's sitting around 30 attempts. I think the volume just isn't there. For a Jags team that plays defense and runs the football a lot, it's hard for him to get that really high upside where he's going to give you a 30, 35-point fantasy day. That's the only thing that worries me. But I think he's a great backup to have in a
5: matchup play. Uh, he's safe. Well, depending on the league you're in, yeah. he's either ahead of Rodgers by a couple of points or just behind Rodgers by a point or two. Uh, in the league that the leagues I set up on my fantasy league that are four point passing TDs everything else is pretty much normal Mm -hmm. he's sitting at 1.2 points behind Aaron
3: Rodgers
2: hey guys back at the playground again huh
3: yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves so we could go surfing (laughs) Ah, love
2: that a redwood forest would be cool I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's
5: do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait.
2: Did we just invent California?
3: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise.
6: XCOM.com slash compatibility.